no Jedi. Your power is a weak old man. Always remember. Your focus determines your reality. Hello there. General Kenobi. You don't know the power of the dark side. And welcome back to Disciples of the Force podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Silva, joined with my beautiful co-host, Austin Hyatt, who actually isn't here, but he's here in spirit, okay? We're going to act like he's here. He got caught up with some exams and he's going out of town, so I gave him a pass this week. So I guess we're trying it again. This is the second time we're doing it, just me, and I'm sorry if you're hearing this. And we might have lost half our listenership right there, and I'm okay with that, because the ones who stay are the ones who love. Um, I was going to have my buddy Forrest jump on, but he's also on vacation, so you really are stuck with me. We tried, I promise. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, first, Star Wars news. Ahmed Best, he's posted that he's back in, and he's been recording again. Looks like maybe he's doing another Jar Jar Binks thing. I don't know what it could be, but it's exciting. It'd be awesome to see what could be kick- cooking up. He also hashtags Sith in there, so Jar Jar Binks confirmed Sith Lord, maybe. We'll find out. That'd be cool. Um, so a couple, a couple housekeeping items from last week. Uh, one of the first ones here is we talked about how we thought maybe Darth Vader would come and destroy the Bad Batch, right? Well, some other people online started talking about, well, what if, uh, it was actually Boba Fett who came and destroyed the Bad Batch, which would be really awesome. I mean, that's like a full circle. It'd be just perfect for flitting in with the clones. He's a clone killing the defected clones. I don't know. It would be It'd be really fun. I would really love to see that. Especially right now with this caliber of animation, having Boba Fett. Oof, could be cool. Uh, I don't know if D. Bradley Baker would voice him if he came back or if we would do uh, Tamora uh, Mortensen, if he would come and reprise his role. I, I don't know. I don't know what would happen, but it'd be cool. It'd be really awesome. Uh, second thing, uh, kind of floating around on the interwebs, one of the things is going on is that maybe Emery could be um, Cushing's mother. Uh, so Cushing in uh, The Mandalorian, he is uh, talks about how his mom always was, he was like basically grew up in a lab because he was with his mom and he'd always be in a lab. And I mean, Emery's always in a lab, so maybe she has him. They have the same markings as the other thing. Like Omega has the same marking that Cushing had. So who knows what that could be a connection. I would love it. There's like a little parallel there. I just love it when Star Wars does that. Um, And... It's kind of cool that you still see in this, you know, this last episode that Palpatine is still trying to keep, um, she's trying to cheat death, right? He promised Anakin in that in Revenge of the Sith. Remember, he was like, um, I, he's like, you know, he can even save the ones you love and, you know, you can never die. A whole thing spiel that he gives to Anakin that Anakin bites into, right? Um, and this is the whole, this is still playing into that. Like, it wasn't even like he lied. Like, Palpatine's still trying to cheat death. He's like, that was not just something he said to get Anakin. Like that's an actual goal he has, which is cool. We forget. So that's really awesome. Um, and another side note, which I didn't know this, uh, Ian McDermott was supposed to not have voiced, uh, Palpatine. This is actually brought up by screen crush that he was actually just supposed to be in makeup and they were going to dub him later. Same situation as Anthony Davis with C3PO. So awesome. Really cool that that I'm glad it worked out that way. Cause I can't see anyone else playing Palpatine other than Ian McDermott. So, Shouts out to George Lucas for keeping that there. All right. With that being said, we do have one question 
this question comes from Lucia. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, from Kansas City. She asks, what's our favorite Star Wars movie and why? Awesome question. Thanks for being a listener. Uh, for me, uh, it's going to be Revenge of the Sith. Um, I just remember as a kid when that came out, I was so excited. I loved Anakin. I remember that year I had a party uh, for my birthday. We did. We all got uh, foam lightsabers and had a big duel with the lights off, kind of like um, uh, what happened at the temple. Is what it reminded me of. Um, it's just super cool. Uh, but I love that movie. It's so much nostalgia. I, and it just like grows on me as I get older. Like the more you just see it all in the whole Star Wars universe, how impactful it was. Um, and I don't know, like each time I watch it, I love it even more. Even for the clunky dialogue and, you know, the occasion, occasional Hayden Christensen delivery of a line, which I, you can't give him hate because that was probably George Lucas who was like, no, do it this way. Love it. Which also, there's also that theory out there that someone said, if you listen to the way that Anakin talks, it's exactly how Darth Vader talks, just without the voice modulation, modular, modular terrier, whatever it's called. So really cool. That's enough of that. We're done. That's all the housekeeping. Let's jump into the Bad Batch. All right. So this Bad Batch episode was called A Different Approach. Um, of course, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty self-explanatory. They both had different approaches, uh, Omega and Crosshair, throughout the whole way they wanted to go about on this planet. So, I mean, cool, cool name. Um, so let's jump into it. So, uh, this next thing I'm going to say, uh, cause I did watch, uh, screen crushes, uh, synopsis Easter egg video. And they pointed this out and I didn't see cat. I didn't even think of this, but I mean, I'm sure everyone even thought of it, probably thought of it, but it was really, I mean, the stakes were high when they're coming out this very beginning and the hyperdrive is failed. Right. And they're, they're like pretty worried because if you remember in a new hope, Han talks about like, yeah, if you just jump out of hyperspace, if like it fails, you hit whatever's there. So if there's an asteroid, you hit an asteroid. You can be going to a planet. Like you don't know. So it was, I mean, high stakes. So they're fortunate enough, of course, plot armor, but they were fortunate enough to become right into the planet. So, I mean, stakes were high right in the beginning, but you don't even think of that. Um, so it was cool. Um, one thing I did want to point out that I loved is just like the animation. I mean, I know I keep riding on this. I keep talking about, but the animation on this was so awesome. I loved how you could see their breath. I mean, seriously, just a comparison from the first, uh, Clone Wars episode, right? To this, like night and day, I'm probably going to clip it right now and show you not on the podcast, but on our TikTok. <laughs> but seriously, night and day, like you're seeing the breath, you're seeing um, their hair move. Like we talked about and like going to the first episode of Clone Wars, that was not happening. Um, of course, you know, the Clone Wars walks. So the rest of these animations can run. Of course, the last season of the Clone Wars is amazing. Uh, animation and storytelling. So very awesome. Um, so one thing I did like is Nala say when she's getting a, uh, talk to um and they're like you want you know it's kind of crazy that omega's you know the readings that we got from emory showed that she has a positive m count and we never got that from you and she's like well false positives happen i can guarantee you that's what it is i'm like oh she's very quick on her feet or she's been thinking about this all the time like what she's gonna say i mean i think i mean clearly he knows <laughs> but i think there's a, just a little bit of doubt that it kind of put into him like mm, maybe but there's of course there's no way but she was smart she's quick on her feet or thought it out and before so very cool um love seeing different planets in star wars we talked about how you know we seem to always go back to the same ones tattooing and um just technically camino but not really that often in camino um 
and Coruscant. So it's really cool to get a whole new planet. Love it. Um, so with that though, I love, there's a bunch of Star Wars characters that we saw, but the one I wanted to point out was the Oculish. There was a couple in the background. I don't know if it was the same one or what, but super fun. Love seeing them. Um, and let's see, let's just jump into the next thing I got here. Very similar to another. Okay. Yeah. So when Omega is, you know, doing the card spiel, winning money, um, it reminded me heavily of, from a certain point of view, there's a story about when Lando he's gambling, right? But when he finds out that, uh, basically that the rebels have destroyed the death star. Um, but the whole like part of that story in the book is that he's gambling. He's going to win big. He's about to win a lot of money. And all of a sudden the Imperials come in and they're like, Hey, gambling's illegal. They go, we paid our debts to you. What are you doing? They said, we don't care. We're taking your money kind of a thing. Whereas this, it's like the same exact thing. Um, you have their gambling, gambling's illegal, right? They're paying them off, right? He goes to pick up his money from the bar. Um, what I did love though, is that, uh, it's kind of hinting that she's force sensitive, right? Cause she's really good at these games. Um, could be foresight, who knows, but she just might be lucky. She just could be good at games. Who has, who has any idea, right? We don't know where we're heading with this. Um, but love that little part where they're just going back and forth and, She's winning money and like, cause you really think she's going to lose it all. It's genuinely what you think or when she beats uh, the Imperial that she's going to have to, he's going to steal, steal it all back right then and there, but no, it doesn't. Right. And instead he's got a bigger plan to which he takes a uh, batcher, batcher. Um, so super fun. So my question for the audience, feel free to comment below. <laughs> You're walking when they're walking out of the bar. Right. And Omega's like, I got to go save batcher. And he's like, and Crosshair's like, dude, we got to go. Like, we are on the run from the Empire. We are not that far. They're going to find us, right? Um, and she goes, and he goes his way, and of course he comes back to her. My question is, are you guys leaving? I mean, I know this is Crosshair's, you know, character development, his arc, and he's changed, because I think before, he's leaving, right? If this is the beginning of the Bad Batch, he's not going to stick around for Omega to find a, a animal. But if it's you, what are you doing? I got to be honest, I think I'm on the run. I mean, I was just in a prison with them. I got to go. But that's that's me. And that shows that I'm a terrible human being, maybe. Or I would maybe just, I don't know. I almost said force her to come with me, but I wouldn't. I would just honestly say, nah, I got to go. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Um, but some things I do love is seeing how corrupt the Empire is. Just how you can tell that he takes what he needs. He's constantly... You know, the Imperial's grabbing everything he can. He's always telling her to pay. Oh, there's a fee. You got to pay me the fee. Uh, fine, here's the fee. Oh, you also didn't have a pet fee. Here's, give me the pet fee. You know, very, <laughs> very awesome to see how corrupt the Empire is within its ranks. So just a cool little story within the Empire. Always love that. Um, <laughs> when all the animals are, are running out, uh, I put Noah's Ark in that bee. It kind of reminded me, I don't know, just Noah's Ark, just a bunch of animals just flooding out. Uh, but one thing that that is curious is why would there be a uh, a button to just release everyone? Like, that's insane. And I thought of that before Screen Crush talked about it. But honestly, why why is that a thing? And, like, I get it. It's just a story and it moves on. But sometimes you got to think, like, that wouldn't, like in what scenario do you need all the animals to get out at the same time? I don't know. If you can think of one, let us know in the comments below. Um, so when they're leaving, right, when, uh, Omega and Crosshair are getting out of there and they, you know, 
fly off and you see that stormtrooper is standing there you see the air go around his face um again just another thing that i loved just so such a small cool detail that you never would have gotten in earlier animation so just super fun to see um and along with that i feel like you should have done a wilhelm scream and maybe it did my computer my computer my tv wasn't loud enough i don't know i was watching the uh the show with my with my pup so me and my dog were watching it and I don't, wasn't paying full attention at that one moment, so maybe it was. Should have gone back and checked. But just, I mean, I know we, we ride so hard on the animation. I mean, the story is so much more than that, but it's just great to see good quality Star Wars, um, especially with terrible CGI that we've seen. Like, so getting animation that's amazing is just awesome. One of the things that I saw, um, what I'm going to talk about right now, if you can believe it, is when uh, they're coming down onto that moon to meet... Uh, Hunter and uh, I almost said Omega. Yeah, when you know Omega goes to meet herself, Omega. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Wrecker. When he goes to see Wrecker. Jeez. Hey, I'm not the name guy, okay? Sometimes I forget things. I'm on the fly. I get off my back. It's not headily on hand. Headily? Yeah, it's not headily on hand. It's not readily on hand. <laughs> um, but that animation is just so beautiful. So pretty. I mean, we're just talking establishing shots. You just look phenomenal i mean 10 out of 10 they get it they get they get my vote um so that reunion i gotta say with them with wrecker i remember the name hunter crosshair and omega happened way sooner than i would have thought which i'm not mad at i'm just now i'm curious of how this is all gonna pan out now because what are they gonna do are like they have so many options they might just say screw it let's just go hide and go back um to the safe place (laughs) the safe planet or they can say we gotta go bomb the facility. I don't know. I have, or let's go get an LSA. I don't know. I have no idea what's gonna happen. Part of me thinks they're gonna Omega's wanna go was gonna want to go back to save Nalase. They're all gonna say this is a terrible idea. There's no way we're doing this. And they're gonna go into hiding, and I feel like the Empire's gonna find them. That's my guess, but we'll see what happens. Um Yeah. But definitely happened way sooner than I would have thought. So fun to see where this is gonna go. Um I got kind of emotional at the end there. I like teared up a little bit. I'm like, they've only been gone for what four episodes? Like they, but they've done such a good job at making it feel like it's been forever. But I guess it's been like four episodes. So I don't know. Maybe I'm extra emotional. I don't know. Maybe no one felt anything. I'm the only one in the world that felt something, and I'm real for that. <laughs> um, but I gotta say this: I would be remiss if I didn't. I love. I mean, Omega and Crosshair is a duo, duo, you know, duo <laughs> is a duo. I never would have thought um, would be like good. I'm like, yeah, it's interesting, you know, maybe for a couple arcs. But I mean, they've literally fit perfectly together. They, the way he is kind of on his own, always thinking about himself and Omega thinks about other people. It makes the perfect combination like in this whole mission, right? They had to use both ways of how they wanted to get out. That made it the perfect way to get out. So just super cool. Just good writing. Just good stuff. Um, and what are you guys thinking? Are you guys thinking Omega's uh, Force sensitive or not? I don't know. I mean, clearly, I think... I mean, sorry. Let me take it back. I think she is, of course, because we have M-Count, right? <laughs> we have the fact that she's good at these games. She can sense things. She has. Um, she feels things for other people and animals more than other people because she has maybe can sense the living force. I don't know. I'm going with yes. Austin said no. No, just kidding. He didn't say no. 
I can say whatever I want. Yeah, dude. He said no, and he said that he thought Omega sucked, which I thought was crazy. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. He didn't say anything above, but um, I don't know. I'm excited to see where this all heads out. This will be good. This will be really good. Well, I mean, what, are we 16 minutes in? Not that bad. So could have been worse. I mean, I guess I have a little bit of time. I'll say one last thing here. Um, a lot of people, so basically, I mean, this, right, this, the Bad Batch and the Mandalorian are all building to basically answer the question of what, what does it mean when they say somehow Palpatine return Palpatine. Damn, dude, I am just cannot talk today. I'm not editing any of this. So if you're listening to it, you're listening to it raw because I'm lazy. Um, somehow Palpatine returned, right? Everyone clowns on that line. But we've talked about this before on the podcast. I mean, yes, it's a silly line, but it is backed up immediately after. You know, dark arts, cloning, secrets only the Sith knew. Like, it does have an explanation. It's a weak explanation. I'll, I'll give you that. But it does have a form of explanation. And that little second line is what all of this is building towards, right? This is building towards the sequels. So we can get with the cloning, the dark arts, right? Because even Palpatine in the last episode said, you know, there's a lot of people in our ranks who would frown upon the research we're doing. So it just shows you that they're using probably Sith dark arts. Um, I also just thought of this. You guys think Hemlock and Emery might low key be a thing? That'd be crazy. Combo, what do you think? Think they're a thing? I've done that bit like three times, and it it's killed with me. Who knows if you guys thought that was funny? Uh, but that's all I got. Thank you guys for listening. We will be gone next week. I might, maybe I'll do a voice recording and post it on my thoughts when I'm on my, when I'm in Portugal. I'll be in Portugal, Europe. Don't worry about it. Daddy bought me a ticket, so don't worry about it. Um, Austin will be having a great time in, I think, New York. It's New York. I know it's New York. Watch it be Boston. I'm going to feel terrible, but no, it's New York. Um, And so he'll be there. Uh, we, We love you guys, honestly. Thank you guys for your support. Every those people who watch every week or listen every week it really means a lot to us. It makes it fun to do. Um, so thank you for being a disciple of the force. <laughs>